Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the start of something new, a DCOM podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and with me, as always, is my co-host and my second-in-command, Kate. And this is the podcast in which we review every single Disney Channel original movie in chronological order, all the way from Under Wraps to The Naughty Nine. This is Season 2, Episode 12, in which we'll be reviewing the 36th Disney Channel original movie, Cadet Kelly! I love this movie so much. Yes, but before we get into our thoughts and our love for this Kate, how have you been since our last recording? I've been I've been well, Jake. Thanks for asking. Um, a lot has gone on. Most notably, yesterday I defended my master's thesis successfully. Yay! Thank you, thank you. So I'm so happy that is done. Um, and it's wild to me that I graduate with my master's at the end of, well, in like six weeks, I think. Just absolutely crazy. But the way that it's set up at my school, you have to get the thesis in about a month before graduation. So hence why I just defended. Uh, but yeah, I am. I'm so happy that's over. That was the biggest milestone that I had to get through uh, before graduation. So very happy about that. How about you, Jake? How have you been? I've been all right, you know. School's going along as of, like, right now, because we're recording this on the 25th of March, as of right now. I really only have, like, another month left, because we end the first week of May, and then I'm officially in my last summer vacation, because I'll be going to my senior year after this. That's wild. Time is flying. It really is. Um, But, yeah, so school's going well. Um, We just actually registration for next uh, semester was this week. And because I'm going in as a senior, I got first dibs. Um, But for some reason, for two of my classes, Pro Studio and for some reason, Thesis, I couldn't sign up for them on my computer because they said I had errors. So I had to actually go to my one of my teachers, like one of the department people and be like, hey, uh, I kind of need to take these classes, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll just manually register you, and it went through, so yay. <laughs> I'm glad that you were able to get registered. That's That would give me a little bit of panic, but at least as a incoming senior, you're, like, at the top of the list for registration, and you don't have to worry about the classes getting, like, super full. Yeah, but I'm also just like, how full would digital art design thesis class have gotten? <laughs> like, True. I mean... Like, obviously, digital art and design is a whole department at my school, but it's like, how many of us are actually going to be seniors, you know? How many of us are going to be in that class? Right. Which, which like, they say it's a class, but really, it's just going to be checking in and being like, hey, here's what I got so far. Right. Do you have it, like, what are you thinking for your thesis as of right now? So, I think what I want to do is I kind of want to do something game design. I almost want to make, like, kind of like a demo that's the word i also want to make a demo of like maybe a dating sim that'd be fun because then i can design a lot of characters because yeah. what i've learned over the semester is like i think i really like character design out of everything i've learned because i like the idea of you know just creating these characters like like their personalities and their fashion and their styles you know like who they are right because like Originally, I, I know I said I was I was really interested in the animation aspect, but now that I've kind of experienced that, I'm like, 
actually, you know what? Character design's pretty fun. But, right. like, so I think that'd be fun to do. Just, like, create a, sto- like, a little demo for a game where there's, like, plenty of characters in there and I can make a lot of them. And then I can do, like, simple scenes where, like, you know, the most animation I really have to do is, like, their mouth moving. Right. That sounds cool. I think it'll be a really fun project. And I know it's, like, a year from now, but I'm so excited to see the final result. Yes, I'm very, I'm very excited that I have an idea. I probably will do something for it over the summer, just so that way I have at least something to show at the start so they know where I'm going with this. But still, it's like, I'm excited, and also, oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm going to be a senior, oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Time, again, time is weird. Like, I cannot believe how old we are. Like, I was thinking about this today. Um, Jake and I graduated for, for our listeners, we graduated high school together in 2016 and I just feel, I know we're still relatively young, but I just can, I still so often feel like a teenager in an adult's body and time is just wild to me. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, when did this happen? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, I, it's like I remember being in high school and you had the feeling that like high school would never end. And now here we are officially having been out of high school longer than we were in it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. I remember high. I literally think high school was like the longest four years of my life. And yeah, I don't know. It is so it is so wild. I feel. I can't, I can't even, I can't, I can't even believe that, yeah, we've been out of high school for as long as we have in, what, six years? Is that right? Or five years? I think years? so. Six years? No, it has to be six years. Wait, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, that's six years. I, I'm just bad at math, guys. I'm an English <laughs> person. I'm an English person. Um, But, yeah, we have art and English in the building. We're not, like, <laughs> this. You know, all the respect for the stem fields, but I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not good at math. Um, but yeah. It's, yeah, no. <laughs> right, yeah, no. Um, oh God, it's so freaking wild. I, I just can't fathom it. I was, oh, that's what I was going to say. That was my last thought. I remember when I was in high school and I thought like 24, 25, I was like, oh, I could see myself, um, you know, not even just like being married but like having children and stuff like that um and this is actually a conversation I have with my partner because he's a lot more ready for these things than I am um I'm not going to get into that all that personal stuff but I'm like I I'm like I how do I I want children at some point but I'm like I do not feel ready for kids at all at this point um but it's so funny because when I was in high school I thought like oh that sounds like a good age to me you know it just it's I being 24 is a lot different of how I thought of 24 when I was like 14, 15, 16. That's my rant for the day. Yeah, no, it's like when we were in high school, it's like, man, can you believe we're going to be this like this old eventually? Now we're here and we're like, no, we're still like children. Yes. Yes, I feel like I, I'm never going to feel my age. I felt I feel like I felt my age in high school. And then sometime around the start of college, I just, I continue to age, but, and while I've continued to mature and grow as a person, I also just don't feel 24. 
Yeah. So. Me, me, me in two months. <laughs> yeah, it's it's scary. I think 23, it's like, when you hit 24, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in, I'm in like the real mid-20s. No! <laughs> no! Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, our existential crisis aside, you know, yes. um, uh, we don't really have any DCOM news. I know we had last episode a pretty big, you know, amount, but this this episode, really nothing. I, I know this, this is basically a meme in the show now, but it's like still no Zombies 3 release date. <laughs> maybe it'll get released someday. We'll see. Someday, maybe it will. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be a summer release, but like, who knows? Like, it's they're done filming. They've been done for a while now, so they're just. I think even the cast doesn't know when the trailer's dropping or the premiere date. <laughs> Honestly, if if they if it has a summer release, um, and I'm in our hometown, we should definitely get together. I'll watch the first two movies before that point. We should definitely get together and just watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the the event, the end of the era, the end of the zombies era. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um. But all right then, Kate, do you want to get into our decom for this episode? Let's get into it, because this is one of my favorites. All right, let's get into it. Cadet Kelly, do you want some background, Kate? I would love some background. All right, let's get some background. So Cadet Kelly is a 2002 Disney Channel original movie. It originally premiered on March 8th, 2002. I'm so used to saying 20-something, 20-something. <laughs> Yes, it originally aired March 8th, 2002. It premiered with 7.8 million viewers. So, you know, pretty good for early DCOM. Uh, it was directed by Larry Shaw, who I looked into. Surprise, surprise, this is his only DCOM. Sad. I mean, you know what? He, you know, he did this and said, you know what? I'm good. I made a, I made a banger of a movie. I'm gonna move on. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So now, as far as our cast goes, we have, of course, the one, the only, Miss Hillary Duff as our main cadet, Kelly Collins. And you know, Hillary Duff, we know her, we love her. You know, Lizzie McGuire. Uh, she did this, she did Agent Cody Banks, she did the Lizzie McGuire movie, of course, and then she actually went on to do even more acting in her adult life, because she, um, she also did a Cinderella story, you know, classic, classic movie, um, she did, uh, Material Girls with her little sister Haley Duff, she did The Perfect Man, she did, um, she did Raise Your Voice, that movie, have you actually ever seen that movie, Raise Your Voice? I don't think I have seen Raise Your Voice. Uh, I think, for some reason, I think we watched it in a choir class I was in, in just one of those yeah. weeks where we just had nothing to do, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's, yeah. like, it's about her going to, like, a performing arts school or something. Interesting. Yeah. And then just, and then even recently, she's, she recently was just in the TV Land show Younger, and I think she was the main character on that. And her, her current project is the How I Met Your Mother spinoff for Hulu, How I Met Your Father, which I think has, it's got the one season out. I think they may have been renewed, not sure, but, and not to bring the mood down, but as we all know, Hilary Duff was originally signed on to reboot Lizzie McGuire on Disney+, Plus, 
but there was a lot of drama behind the scenes, and apparently they filmed, like, two episodes, and then, like, Disney fired the original creator of the show who came back to do the reboot, and then there was just apparently internal drama about how they wanted Lizzie to be as an adult and how Hillary wanted Lizzie to be as an adult. So basically, the whole project got scrapped. So there's just two episodes filmed that will probably never see the light of day. But yeah, so that sucks. But you know, she's, you know what, Hillary Duff's doing fine. You know, she's still getting acting work. She's still thriving, but still, it kind of sucks that that Lizzie McGuire reboot never happened. Yeah, I feel like that would have been really interesting. I thought, um, I hate to go say something about Nickelodeon on a Disney podcast, but I haven't watched the whole thing. It wasn't incredibly captivating for me, to be honest, but I did like the iCarly reboot. Um, it was inter- It's interesting to see characters that were, like, young kids, maybe teenagers, as adults. And I think, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, Hillary said something about wanting Lizzie to have, like, to act like an adult. As she should, because she's, like, what, in her late 30s or something like that? Yeah, like, late 30s, early 40s, I think. 34. Or 34. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know. that's a, She's a little younger than I thought she was, but still. Very adult. Yeah. And, like, I guess Disney wanted her to still kind of act like she did in the original when it's like she's in her 30s come on it's like a 30 year old drinks and has sex come on disney yeah these things happen yeah um but yeah so that never ended up happening but you know now she's on how i met your father and i think that's going good for her um so that's our main character we have christy carlson romano as cadet captain jennifer stone and christy carlson yes and as you know, Chrissy Carlson Romano, she was Ren Stevens and even Stevens. And she was the voice of one Miss Kim Possible. Yes. So, like, we got... Well, you want to reach me. Literally. So we have two Disney Channel queens. And I think this was really the height of both even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire. So, like, them being in this movie together... I think really this was the first time Disney really did that thing where they just used the actors they already had in their decoms. Because before then, it's like we watched these decoms and we're like, well, they weren't on anything for Disney beforehand. They just auditioned and got the role. Whereas this is literally Lizzie McGuire and Ren Stevens in a movie together. Yeah. Yes. And it is wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess Disney realized, why are we hiring out, out of studio talent? We can just use what we already have. Because moving forward, I think a lot more decoms start to become, you know, the this actor you know from this show and this actor you know from that show, they're in a movie together now. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's Christy Carlson Romano, who, if you guys don't know now, she's not really acting much anymore, but now she has a YouTube channel. And she's really kind of capitalizing on just the new era of nostalgia everyone has for things from the past because she does like a youtube cooking show where she'll invite other like previous disney nick and child stars on and they'll like make a dish that's like based on something they were in and like just talk about the project so like she's doing great and i actually sent you she did a reaction video where she watched her scenes from cadet kelly and like reflected back on them she's like oh "Oh, yes she gave a little yep. insight into the movie-making process. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did see that. I have to watch it still because I was with my parents today when you sent it because they were in time for my thesis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm definitely watching that as soon as we get off the podcast because I love her. Like, she's such a queen. Yes, definitely. But yeah, I, it's great. All right. I'm so excited. I'm, anyway, go on. Okay, so yes, we got our two queens, Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano. But then also we have Gary Cole as General Joe Sir, who, uh, fun fact, Gary Cole is actually the voice of Kim Possible's dad. Is he really? Oh my gosh. Yes. That one I did not know. Yeah, no, he was the voice of uh, Dr. Possible. So we had a little Kim Possible reunion, even though I think this movie came out before Kim Possible did. So they like worked. So him and Christy Carlson Romano worked on this and then they went on to work on Kim Possible together. So I think that's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Yes. And then we have Andrea Lewis as Carla, who becomes Kelly's best friend when she goes to military school. We have Sean Ashmore as Cadet Major Brad Rigby, who um, Sean Ashmore, fun fact, is one half of the of the Ashmore twins because he has an identical twin brother, Aaron. Yes, I saw that. I I, I had no idea about that before I looked at the Wikipedia page. To be totally honest with you. Yeah, no, they are yes, the Ashmore twins. They um they both do acting and they have pretty much their whole lives. Well, what's funny is, unlike, say, Mary-Kate and Ashley, they didn't, like, make their whole brand that they're twins. Like, they really are kind of separate people. It's just, if you saw one in one thing and then saw the other in another, you're like, wait, which one was it? Right. Because, <laughs> um, Sean, I know most, I know best, because he was Iceman in the original X-Men movies from, like, the early 2000s, which is funny, because he'd actually had done the first one, at least, before this movie. <laughs> So it's like right. he went from being uh, X-Man to being in this, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, that's what I know him most for. But yeah, he's in here as Brad. We have Amy Garcia as Gloria. We have Sarah Gadden as Amanda. That's uh, Kelly's other best friend. Uh, we got Nigel Hammer as Adam Collins. I believe that's Hil- uh, not Hillary, Kelly's um, regular dad. And I guess Linda Cash as Samantha. I guess, is that the mom? Because I don't see anyone listed as, you know, feminine name Collins other than Kelly. So I'm going to assume that's the mom. Probably. It's weird that she doesn't at least have the Collins last name. Um, But really, that's kind of our main players. Because there's other people on here, but, like, they're not important. But anyway, so that's our main key players. So now Kate. Uh, now's your time to tell us what is your history with cadet kelly you know here's the thing i don't remember when it was the first time that i watched this movie but i've watched it at least a few times and i just love it like i really do i've watched this just scattered throughout my childhood i would say a handful of times um again i cannot even pinpoint for you the first time that i watched this film it was just a staple in my childhood like it would come on and i'd be like "Ooh, cadet kelly Um, And that's pretty much it, but it was just something, I was never, I mean, it wasn't like high school musical or camp rock or anything that I ever obsessed over. Um, I think partially just because of it coming out when we were a bit younger, 
mm-hmm. but I, it was definitely a film that was scattered throughout my childhood that I enjoyed throughout. How about you, Jake? Yeah, I'm going to say the same. I don't remember the exact first time I watched Cadet Kelly, but it, it's, in, it's in my brain. It's like, I remember this. Yeah. I especially remember, this is like the first one I really remember the commercials for, because there were clips from this movie that I'm like, that was definitely in the commercial. Yeah. Because it's like, my brain was like formed now. I finally could remember things. So I was like, I right. remember the commercials. So like whenever like one of the clips that they used came on, I'm like, yes, I remember. I remember this, yeah. I also just remember them being like, Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano star in Cadet Kelly. Which, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest for a hot minute. Christy Carlson Romano is in this movie a lot less than they kind of credited her, her to be in. Yeah, but... You know, we she's, I mean, she's the villain, if, you know, I mean, the antagonist at the very least, but. Yes, she, she creates conflict. Yeah, no, this is Hilary Duff's film. Now, Kate, are you ready to just jump into this plot? I am ready. All right, let's get into it. So we open on stock footage of New York City. Because it is very clearly stock footage. But then, after some panning around, we cut to a open quad and a bunch of girls doing ribbon dance. <laughs> you know, just, you know, they're just dancing and they're, you know, like, fl- and, and, like carrying ribbons and they're all just, you know, having fun. It's very free-spirited. And that's where we meet Kelly Collins, Hilary Duff herself. She's ribbon dancing. She's wearing peak 2002 fashion she's even got like fake dyed hair clips in and so it looks like she's got like blue dyed hair yes yeah this is this is 2002 you can tell Uh, it's so clear and we also hear the the amazing song a one girl revolution playing in the background oh my gosh bop a bop iconic to this movie um, but anyway, so she's doing like ribbon dance and she finishes and we learn very quickly she's going to it's like I think it's just called New York City Middle School of the Arts. Yeah. Or something. I'm like, oh, okay. So we learn very quickly that Kelly goes to this very liberal like arts middle school. Like yeah. and I when I say very liberal, I mean we'll learn later on it was very, very just lenient on its curricular. Yes. Yeah, so we learned that, yeah, because, like, apparently this ribbon dancing was, like, a school project. Yeah. And you can tell those values have definitely, have definitely, like, um, Kelly is very much embodies the values of her school. Yeah, so we learned that she did this ribbon dance with her best friend Amanda, and Amanda says that was my project about family, you know, and it was helped choreographed by my best friend, Kelly. And we see their teacher, and his, the teacher asks, so, Kelly, what are you going to do for your project about family? And she's like, I think I'm going to make a short video documentary. And apparently that's, like, the third idea she's had, because apparently she was going to do a short story, but that was only after her, like, sculpture idea she didn't want to do anymore. Yeah. She's bouncing around on ideas, but then we see, like her dad creep in with a video camera, but it's not, like, creepy the way that it sounds. No, um, 
we learn, and that's probably why she wants to do something with video because we learn her dad's like a photographer, like almost like a National Geographic photographer. Because apparently he goes to all these different countries. You know, he wants he goes to like Chad and somewhere else, and I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he goes to all these exotic locations and takes photos. So, but he's in town right now to visit, and Kelly's super excited to see him. And she's like, I'm going to make a video documentary. Oh, she also says she's going to title it La Familia. And I'm like, hmm. Girl. Girl, no. You're white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it, it and not that I, I know, but it didn't seem, there was no indications that she genuinely spoke Spanish. So probably not the best idea. But, you know. 2002, not an excuse, but 2002. 2002, but yeah, so she's going to do this. She meets up with her dad, who is, like I said, he's like some wild, like, it's from photographer. And they are, you know, walking around New York City. They get dirty water hot dogs, you know, delicacy of the city. And that's where we learn that he's visiting and that he actually has to drop her back off at her mom's because we learn, surprise, her parents are divorced. But they get along really well, which is great. Yeah, it's like, oh, snap, like, um, like, like, uh, what's the word? I think, amicable? Amicable? Amicable, yeah, it was like an amicable divorce, like, they both kind of just agreed that was what was the best, and, like, Kelly's like, no, I agree, too, it was, like, the best thing for the family. So they go to her mom's place of work. Apparently her mom's like an editor. We don't know for what. It's not important because we'll see why it's not important that we know what she edits. Right. <laughs> but they're there. And this is where Kelly explains that, yes, um, my parents are divorced, but, you know, there's no hard feelings. And we all still get along very well. But we do learn that there is a new man in mom's life. Joe. Joe, the the the, the general. <laughs> We learn that um, Joe is a retired army general, but he and Kelly's mom really like each other, and he's coming to know to see them as well. Um, but as Kelly's mom and dad are talking to each other, Kelly's like trying to film them for her project, and she does this weird thing where she's just like bouncing backwards to the point where she doesn't realize she's about to collide with a fishbowl. And that fishbowl goes everywhere, and they she has to scramble to save the fishies. But that's off camera. Well, yeah, like she knocks over the fishbowl. They try and wrangle them all together, and then um, I believe we're now at the apartment that Kelly and her mom live in. And you know, she's like, "I didn't mean." To, uh, Kelly's just like, "Well, I didn't mean to knock over those fish, you know. And I tried to save them all." And her mom's like, "It's fine, you know. You just gotta be more careful." And then Joe shows up, and Joe is. Like, he is in all of this movie. He's dressed in his formal military attire. Yeah. we do see that him, yeah, like, he never changes out of military attire, ever. I think it's supposed to show just how much the military is his life. Yeah. But anyway, we see that him and Kelly's mom do really like each other. They have dinner, which is Chinese takeout. <laughs> and... Kelly just kind of blurts out, so like, you know, my mom really loves you, and apparently mom hadn't said that yet, and Kelly's just like, oh, well, 
that basically what we learn is that Joe and Kelly's mom are going to get married. But at first, Kelly's like, oh, you know, I think it'd be good if you guys got married eventually. And they said, no, we're getting married this summer. And she's like, oh. Yeah. So uh, apparently it's, I, it sounds like it's a pretty newish relationship. At least that's what I felt like watching the movie. So you can kind of like feel her shock a little bit. Yeah, because it's like maybe it's only been a few months, but like they're already deciding to get married, and which is, you know, pretty huge deal. Yes. But Kelly's excited. She's like, okay, cool. This will be fun. This will be great. Two are so great together. Um, so then we cut to her and her, no, we cut to her mom seeing Joe off in a taxi and she, cause he's, I guess, bringing her dress to where they're going to get married or something. And Joe asks, have you told her yet? And Kelly's mom's like, not yet, but I will trust me. So there's something Kelly's mom's got to tell her. So we are now in this, like one of New York's many boutiques, you know, they're trying on makeup. They're at Sephora, <laughs> even though I don't think Sephora was a thing in 2002. Right. And this is where I believe, where Kelly's mom tells her that Joe got a new job, and that means they are going to move out of New York City. And Kelly is not happy. Yeah, no, she's just straight up, like, so we're going to move, we're going to move upstate, so we're still in New York, but still, you know, upstate New York is very different from New York City. A whole different world. And Kelly's like, oh... So what does this mean about school? And mom goes, well, you're going to have to change schools because we can't commute you to your current one. And Kelly is very reasonably not happy. She's like, but I love my school and that's where all my friends, it's where my life is. Right. And she's like, well, there's a good school where we're going. There's just a little twist. And Kate, what's that twist? It is that... Um... Joe is the I had to had to look it up. The I'm sorry to any anyone in the military if I butcher this. The commandant of yes. this military school, um, or pretty much like the principal, but like it's a bigger deal than that. Yes, the twist is that she's going to be a student at the military school that Joe is taking over. Yeah. And reasonably kelly goes military school and this is where my biggest gripe with the movie comes up why is the military school her only option yeah probably just because joe runs it but yeah but still it's like she has no back military background of any kind i'm like there has to have been a normal school she could have gone to in the area why does it have to be this middle school not middle school military school yeah, on the Wikipedia page, it says that um, it's the only school in the area, but honestly, I don't remember them saying that at any point. No, they did straight up drop, you're going to military school now, which, no, I would have the exact same reaction as Kelly. I'd be like, I don't want to go to a military school. Yeah. And it's not just because, like, you know, she's um. And I know the movie wants to make it like, well, because she's such a free spirit, like military school sounds like the literal worst place. But it's like, even I would say like military school sounds really bad, especially if you don't have any like prior military history at all. 
It's right. like you're just getting thrown into this completely brand new environment that you have no prior knowledge of. It's like, at least if you're going to a different school, normal school, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But like, this is a straight up completely new environment that Kelly has never been in. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think military school would have been for me. I would have been pretty upset if my parents sent me to a military school, especially when I was like 14, 15. Yeah. And it's just, and she gets really no, she gets really no say in this because she even tries offering. What if I just like stay in the city and move in with my like friend or something? Because obviously we know her dad's not a short option because her dad's going off out of country, but still it's like, she really does not want to go to this military school, but her mom doesn't really care. Yeah, her mom's like, we're doing it, girl. Sorry. Yeah, and, like, let's be real. She's... The mom is a very interesting character because she has a career in the city. She has a daughter, but she kind of throws it all away just for the dude she's dating because she stop, quits her job, becomes a stay-at-home mom, and just moves her her and her daughter upstate. And it's like, girl, you, ha- you, you can have both. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. That... I mean, some people, I guess, are happy with that, and, like, that's totally cool, and that's totally great. Um, just, like, for me, it's so hard to imagine. Um, yeah, giving up my career and, you know, moving my child. I mean, I'm not a parent yet, so I can't fully speak to that, but, yeah, she does seem to just kind of give everything up for Joe. Yeah, it's... It's weird. But anyway, so we cut to Kelly packing her suitcase, talking to Amanda. And this is, I remember, this is from the commercial where she she's explaining military school. And then they do this whole thing where they're like, ah, 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 ah. Like, yeah. I remember that from the commercial vividly. Iconic. It's iconic. And she's like, you're going to go to military school where they wear uniforms. And Kelly's like, and they sit at desks. Like, that's, like, sacrilege or something. Tragic. Like, you had to sit at a desk. Oh, my God. I want to know. Very... I want to go to Kelly's school, honestly. Like, yeah, like... right? Like, like, yeah, what's the seating arrangement there? Do you just sit on the floor? Yeah, honestly, I need to know. Yeah. But Kelly's like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm not going. And they can't make me. And then we smash cut to her at military school. Yep. But, like, she's at military school. She's literally just standing in the middle of the quad with luggage. And, like, she has no real idea where to go or what to do. Which was so confusing. It's like her stepdad runs the school. And she's just left alone to figure out where to even go. Like, what? Yeah, like, this This right away is another gripe I have. No one tells her anything. Yeah, that would not happen in real life. Like, they... Also, another thing that kind of confused me is, like, it seemed like when she was told all this, it was, like, the middle of the school year, but apparently now at the military school, it's the start of the school year. Yeah, that was confusing to me, too. But I guess because they say that Mom and Joe are married now, so I guess we did like, have the whole summer, but I don't know. I That's exactly it. I think what happened was it was supposed to be, like, the start of the movie was supposed to take place at the end of the last academic year and then it like leaps forward in time a couple of months 
but I definitely like had to reflect on that and I had I literally when I was watching the movie I was like isn't this the middle of the academic year but it's not because it's the start of the academic year I mean it clearly isn't the first but the uh, but the confusing thing is it doesn't seem like the first day of school either because everyone else has it's weird I have no idea it's very weird and it's also like if there was a whole summer why does she still not know what to do on her first day yeah, and, like, why is she the odd man out? Because everyone's doing all this. Yeah, it just makes no sense. It really doesn't. But anyway, she eventually finds the barracks, and, you know, she's a little horrified to learn she has to sleep in, like, this giant room with a bunch of other girls. <laughs> um, And yeah. she's also, she doesn't have a uniform. No one gave her a uniform before her first day either. Yeah, like, what is going on? I, <laughs> whatever. Um, but this is where she meets Carla. They they introduce each other, and um, Kelly's taking out her stuff, and she's brought this rainbow blanket with her. But Carla says you should probably get rid of that. That's not um, regulation. And, um, Kelly's just like, eh, it's whatever. And then we hear that, oh no, we got Captain Stone again this year. Can we talk um, about? Oh, sorry. No, go Could on. We talk about how the name of. Christy Carlson Romano's character is Jennifer Stone, and every time I would hear that, I would just think of Jennifer Stone, aka Harper, from Wizards of oh, Waverly Place. Yes, um, I think the real Jennifer Stone actually made a TikTok addressing that. It's like, uh, yeah, I know that the character in Cadet Kelly has my exact name. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like this movie would be so different if Jennifer Stone played Jennifer Stone. Of course, this was, like, a solid four years before Jennifer Stone, like, came to Disney. But, like, five years, I think, until the premiere of Wizards. But, like, I, every time they said her full name, I was like, this is this is strange. But I love the real Jennifer Stone, too. I think she's, like, a nurse now. She's oh, yeah, no, she's a nurse. She, she, um, I follow her on TikTok, actually. She's really fun on TikTok because she, she'll post about nursing and then she'll also post, like, about what her what it was like on Wizards. Like, I think she did a whole TikTok where she explained how, like... Because you know how Harper had all the fun outfits? Yes. I think she, she like, went through and ranked all of them, but, like, based on how comfortable they actually were to wear. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Like, listen, she knows we, everyone loved Harper. Yes. I, I stand Harper. I stand Jennifer Stone. But anyway... Sorry, we can continue with the plot. I just, like, had to point that out because it just you know, came to mind several times while watching this. No, no, that's fine. But anyway, yeah, so Jennifer Stone is described as the meanest 16-year-old in America. She's, like, really mean. She probably has a pet buzzard. And immediately she comes walking in and she's, like, you know, she's got this presence about her. And she's expecting everyone's uniforms, which Kelly didn't get one. So immediately, let's be real, immediately Jennifer just immediately decides, I don't like this girl for yeah. really no reason. Yeah, pretty much. She just needs somebody to pick on. Like, Kelly is not his choice because she doesn't have a uniform and two, she's, um, she's got all this um, personal stuff on her bed, which, okay. So Jennifer notices the rainbow blanket on Kelly's bed and she is immediately like, what is this? And why is it in my barracks? 
Yeah. And Kelly's Kelly stands up to her too. Yeah, Kelly's like, this is not a ratty thing. It's mine. And then Jennifer immediately drops it on the floor and steps on it. She's just a huge jerk. Like, honestly. For most of the movie. She really is. Huge jerk. Yeah, she really is. So this basically starts Jennifer hating Kelly just because Kelly's, you know, literally has no idea what she's doing because nobody told her anything. Right. So then um, she walks off, and apparently it's immediately time for lights out, even though it's, like, clearly daytime out still. But I guess, you know, if you're in the military, you get up super early, so you got to go to bed super early. Right. It's like, it's like if you live in a farm. Pretty much. That's what it seems like. Yeah, so the very next day, we get the classic military bugle waking everyone up, and Kelly is just like, it's too early but she gets up anyway and we cut to i guess a school-wide uniform inspection because they're also telling everyone what the schedule is and the first kelly she's looking all right she's got all the uniform on but then she's got like 17 bracelets and a scarf and it's like okay and carly even tries to tell her dude get rid of all that and she's like oh okay okay she starts doing that and she hides it all under her hat and then jennifer comes around and at first, Jennifer's like, okay, so you got all your uniform on. But then she realizes Kelly forgot an accessory to take off. And she's like, but you forgot something. And Kelly goes in for a salute, and she accidentally knocks her hat over, revealing all her extra accessories. So that just makes Jennifer hate her even more, I guess. Yeah. And, like, she's going to start yelling at her or something, but then Carla being a nice, sensible person, goes, um, actually, commanding officer, I volunteer myself to teach um, Kelly about military regulation. I'm like, why was nobody doing that beforehand? Seriously! Like, why didn't her stepdad not walk her through the bare basics over the summer? Whatever. Yeah. It's like, Jennifer, it's like, all on her, and when it's like, literally nobody told her what to do. To, like, back off, girl. Yeah, seriously. So then, um, Carla's gonna teach Kelly about military life, so they're walking along the quad, and that's when we get our first instance of Brad, and apparently Brad is this guy that Jennifer has had a huge crush on her whole time here, but what we kind of quickly learn is that Brad really doesn't care about Jennifer. Not at all. It's like, it's like how, like, it's kind of like back in Xenon, remember when Margie thought, like, was like, Greg is my man, who's like, you stay away from him, when really Greg was like, I don't like you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, like, Jennifer's basically convinced herself that Brad is her boyfriend, even though Brad doesn't give two craps about her. And it honestly seems like he doesn't like her either. Because, like, she's just so mean. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Like, Jennifer's just so mean that nobody likes her. Like, it's like nobody likes her, they fear her. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. Um, but anyway, so Kelly sees Brad, and she's immediately smitten with him, too. And she sees um, 
Jennifer's going to go up and ask him about, because we learned that there's a dance coming up. Ooh, a dance. Um, so Jennifer's going to go up to him and ask him about the dance. So Kelly decides to further just, like, you know, dig herself into a hole. So she also goes over to Brad to talk to him, to try and, you know, ruin Jennifer's chance to talk to him. And she notices this, and they both kind of end up, like, speed walking towards him. And then eventually Kelly gets the first and just, like, salutes at him. Then he salutes back and walks off. He's kind of like, I don't know what that was about. And then Jennifer just gives Kelly, like, the stink eye. Yeah. So there's that. There's an extra weight to their dynamic. Not going to lie, like, Jennifer's a jerk, but Kelly gets a little bit immature at times, too. She really does. And you also have to remember she's apparently supposed to be, like, 15 in this movie. So it's like, girl, what are you doing? Yes. But, like, I guess that's to show that she's really a product of her upbringing. Right. I don't know. Because that's kind of what gets her into trouble a little bit later, too, is her immaturity at how she handles it. But, anyway. Yeah. And then um, they go, and we see Kelly going to class. She goes to, like, a math class, and, like, everyone's standing up, but she just sits down immediately. And the teacher comes in. And then she stands up again with everyone else, but then everyone else sits down. So it's to show that she really has no idea what's going on. Right. Um, then we also go to, we have like a history class, I guess. And this is something where Kelly goes, I just want to let you know. I'm like, what did she say? Like a conscientious subjector or something? Yeah, something like that. Which I still kind of don't get what that means. Do you know what it means? Um, I think think i might be wrong because i totally um i think that it means that she like just kind of like acts against the power um oh here here it is okay a conscientious objector is an individual who has claimed the right to refuse to perform military service on the grounds of freedom of thought conscience or religion that makes sense, and I should have known that because I'm I was a history minor in college, but it's been a second. Okay, I've been out of college for a couple of years, um, as far as like undergrad. But uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's not fitting. Kelly's not fitting in. <laughs> like military life is not for her. But um, eventually, so though, she is. Sorry, say that again. I just said source Wikipedia for that quote. I just realized oh. <laughs> I credit and I quoted directly. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, eventually we see Kelly is back in the barracks and we see some of the girls bringing out their dresses for the dance. Woo. And at first Kelly's like, Ooh, I love your dresses. They're so cute. And then she looks over and sees Carla's kind of upset. Um, but what Kelly does, instead of trying to, like, pry into that, she goes, oh, hey, do you want to, like, go for a walk or something? So they do. And um, basically, I think this is where... They run into Joe. Uh, yeah, they run into Joe because um, they're out on the quad walking, and they see Joe, and, you know, Kelly tries her best to, like, address to him in military speak. And he's like, so where are you two going? And Kelly's like... Um, we're going to go to home and we're going to check, uh, pick out some dresses for the dance this Friday because um, what we learn is that Joe has his own quarter, like his own house on the school grounds. And then I guess Kelly gets to go there on the weekends. So like she has some clothing there. 
So they're going to go there, and she's going to have Carla borrow one of her dresses for the dance because she kind of could tell that maybe Carla didn't have any. Right. And as Joe dismisses them to leave, she's like, all right, bye, Joe. And he's, like, taken aback for a second, but he keeps walking. Carla's like, "Uh, you can't address him like that. And Kelly, this is where Kelly reveals, actually, I kind of can. He's my stepdad. But we learn right away that Kelly is not going to try and use that to, like, make things easier for herself right it's like you know she at least knows that she's like no no i'm not going to use that to have power or something over here i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna be a normal student so they go home and mom is super happy to meet carla and they're going through the dresses and kelly lets carla pick one and she picks one and you know She's basically like, you know what? I'm not going to let military school get the best of me. And then we cut to the obstacle course because, you know, there's always an obstacle course at military school. Right. Of course there is. And it cuts like in between Brad doing really well at it and Kelly just completely failing at it. (laughs) Yep. Pretty bad. But like, once again, Kelly's never done this. So, of course, she's not going to be good. And, of course, Jennifer's not being any help. She's just yelling at her to run. Yeah. And because she takes, like, a long time, um, Jennifer makes Kelly do it again, even though apparently the dance is that night. Yeah, what we learn is that Kelly tries to do it all, and then she gets up to the last thing, which is, like, relaying down from a wall. But we learn Kelly's, like, afraid of heights, even though... It's not really that high up, but she doesn't want to relay down. So Jennifer just leaves her up there, and then Jennifer lies. She straight up lies to a teacher. Because when everyone's gathered at the end, the teacher straight up asks, is there anyone left on the obstacle course? And Jennifer straight up goes, no. Yeah, that was a jerk move. Like, Jennifer does stuff she should get in trouble for doing, and she never does. Yeah, she really does. So everyone goes to go get ready for the dance. So then Jennifer goes back to the obstacle course and she's like, well, listen up, uh, maggot, because that's what she calls Kelly, because, of course, she calls her that. Um, What you're going to do is I'm going to leave Gloria here with you and you're going to keep doing the obstacle course until you get it right. Kelly's like, but the dance is tonight. And Jennifer's just like, I don't care and just leaves. Yeah. Yeah, she's a huge bully. She, She really is. I think is like I think she kind of has a bit of a power trip because you know she's like a commanding officer right yeah so Kelly's stuck having to do the obstacle course over and over with Gloria watching her and eventually it's nighttime and it's like raining but Kelly gets the grid idea to try and like appeal to the human side of Gloria so she's so she's like oh I'm sorry you're out here with me instead of at the dance and Gloria's just like, well, it's fine, I don't dance. And she's like, but don't you like the music? And she's like, I don't like music either. And Kelly's like, well, that's just not right. Everyone likes music. And eventually she actually breaks Gloria down a bit because Gloria starts talking about how what she does to get through the obstacle course. Yeah, and they have like a little bond going on. To the point where Gloria actually gives her helpful advice on how to get to the barbed wire section, which I'm like, damn, they really got 15-year-olds going through barbed wire here? Yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, but eventually, like, Kelly gets it. And we learn Kelly's like, the reason I'm not 
I'm not like just not doing this and complaining really is because like I do want to finish this because I do want to do my best. Like we see Kelly at least wants to try to fit in here. Right. And eventually she gets through it and Gloria's like, all right, I think you've got it. You can go to the dance. So Kelly in all her wisdom just runs over to where the dance is in her very muddy uniform. And then Kate, what ends up happening? She like slips, falls down a hill and then like, rolls literally like rolls and stumbles right into a dance the dance and straight into jennifer she was wearing a white dress because of course yeah so she ruins jennifer's dress and jennifer's pretty ticked yeah but one thing we i do want to point out is when she runs into jennifer and jennifer gets all the mud on her dress everyone around laughs at her yeah i don't think anyone would do that in real life no, but I think that's also supposed to show that no one likes her. Yeah, or respects her. That's exactly, because, like, even Brad laughs at her. Yeah. It's like, Jennifer, I think you have a weird, skewed, skewed perspective of yourself here. Truly. So then Kelly has to go to Joe's office, and once again, Jennifer does this thing where she apparently told Joe that it was a straight-up attack on her, like, Kelly, like, assaulted her, basically. Yeah, like, okay. Like, uh, no. And Kelly even says, it was an accident. And Joe's like, well, that's not my only complaint I have about you, because all your teachers are saying you're not doing good either. And it's like, of course she's not. She literally got plucked out of an environment she knew and just got thrown to the lion's den here. Yeah, come on, Joe. You should have prepared her better. It's your fault, too. It really is. And it's just, yeah. So he basically berates her. And then he's like, well, all right, see you at home. And she's like, uh, uh, okay. She goes yeah. home, and she's 110% ready to tell her mom that she hates military school. Yeah. So she goes home. But before she can tell mom something, mom has news of her own. Mom's like, I'd be pregnant. And I'm like, I, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, Disney. Okay. And at first, Kelly's like, oh, you're pregnant? Oh, my God, that's amazing. I'm going to have a little sibling. And, like, her mom gifts her these new paints because she wants her to paint the nursery. But that's when Kelly goes, well, I can't say this now. I'm going to ruin her good mood. So what we see is Kelly's literally putting her mom's happiness over her own, which clearly her mom isn't doing. Yeah, her mom be selfish. Really? Um... But anyway, we cut back. So Kelly decides, all right, well, I guess I got to make military school work. So we cut back to the barracks. And Kelly is actually, you know, doing pretty good. She's wearing her uniforms now. She's, you know, got her barracks looking like everyone else's, except she keeps her rainbow blanket underneath her pillow. But for this certain inspection, it, like, is peeking out from under it. And at first, when Jennifer comes around to look at Kelly's uniform, she's like, Okay, fine, you pass this time. But then she notices out of the corner of her eye the rainbow blanket and Kate. What does she do when she sees that rainbow blanket? This jerk grabs it and, like, tries to destroy it. No, like, she literally does. She rips it into pieces. (sighs) Yeah, she's a jerk. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's literally destruction of property. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you're my commanding officer. That's my property you just destroyed. I'm pretty sure I could 
like do something about that. Yeah, I don't know how it works with regulation stuff in the military, but also I you have to remember these kids are in school. Like they're not 18-year-olds who are actually like in the true military and it's, you know. I mean, I don't want to say that. I guess I guess I don't know if it counts as like the military like but you're not held you're not held to the same standard at least as an adult. That's a better way of putting it. They might be in the yeah. quote true military. I shouldn't have said it that way, but they're like again, they're kids. That's my point. They're kids. Yeah. Um, I also joked already in my notes previously saying that it was actually a pride flag. So Jennifer just hate crime Kelly. <laughs> Honestly. Like Kelly, Cadet Kelly said gay rights and Jennifer was having none of it. Yeah, she was yeah. So <laughs> Kelly decides she needs to get her back. So in the middle of the night, she gets up. And she grabs the paint that her mom got her, and she sneaks into Jennifer's room. So we cut to the next morning, and Jennifer wakes up only to discover what? That her hair is, like, all painted in back. Yeah, Kelly somehow, without waking her up, painted the entire back of her hair rainbow. Yeah, and... Jennifer was not happy about this. Although, here's the thing. Like, I don't know how she ever got the stuff out of her hair. Because, like, her hair goes back to normal, if I remember correctly, pretty quickly after this. And it's like, uh, what kind of paint did you use? But anyway. Yeah, but no, this ends up getting Kelly court-martialed. Because apparently this military school has its own, like, law system. Yeah. Um. So... Basically, because of that, Kelly is sentenced to being on the drill team, which suddenly now this, and I wrote this down, I'm like, did this become a sports decom? Yeah, right. Like, I don't know if this, I guess drill team counts as a sport. Kinda. Yeah, it is a sport, but like. So, so like, for those uninformed, Kate, how would you describe drill team? Um, Kind of like color guard, but with guns. Yeah, basically, because, like, they just, like, spin and twirl around rifles, but, like, apparently they're special rifles that can't be loaded or anything. Yeah, they're, like, fake rifles. I mean, they're not, like, fake, but they're they're fake in functionality. Yeah, and Kelly actually mentioned earlier to Joe how it's, like, yeah, and then there's these people who are just, like, robots spinning around guns outside, and she's... And we learned that Joe was actually on the drill team when apparently he went to school here because apparently his dad was the confidant at, at one point. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you clearly have your own issues going on too. Yeah. He's um, trying to live up to, to what he was supposed to be. But like he's afraid Kelly's going to ruin all of it somehow? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah. Um, she gets sentenced to being on the drill team, but not as a member, but as the equipment manager, meaning she basically has to take care of all the rifles, shine the shoes, all that fun stuff. So she gets shown where she's going to be working. She starts shining shoes, and then she does, like, a rendition of, like, that military song where it's like, you know, I don't know what I've been told. And then she goes, Jennifer's heart is cold as stone. Yeah. Who happens to overhear her? Brad! And then they have, like, this 
I guess flirtatious moment where they like kind of riff on the song a little bit more and like I guess you kind of like it's just a little flirtatious moment even though let's just be real neither Kelly nor Jennifer goes anywhere with Brad yeah they don't which I guess is good because it's like I guess it's like there's a romance but there's it's not really that big a plot point it felt like true high school kind of as far as that goes. Also, I want to point out, I think Hilary Duff was 16 when she filmed this. Yeah, I think Sean Ashmore was 23. So it's like, okay, good thing they didn't have a romance. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was substantially older than her, especially, like, for that age. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think Christy Carl's from Mono was at least 18, but still, it's like, okay. So, yeah, good, good on you, Disney. No no weird romances. Right. Um. So, eventually, um, Kelly gets... Carla to agree to help be her like um assistant right like, equipment manager yeah which is nice of Carla um but um actually before this because when I was talking about when we learn about Joe and his family legacy it's at the house and he's basically telling his, Kelly's mom he's like you know I worked really hard to be in this position it means a lot to me but I'm afraid that your daughter is going to be the one thing that screws up for all of me and then he leaves and Kelly overheard all of that because she was on the staircase and then she bra- this is when she breaks down to her mom and straight up goes I really don't like it here and then she's and then she even straight up goes you know you never asked me if I wanted to be here Ooh. Yeah, it's true. it is true. But yeah, that happened. And then after that is when she becomes equipment manager of the drill team. So now she's, you know, she's watching the drill team rehearse as she's shining the shoes and stuff. And like, she has like this aha moment of like, I get it now. This isn't just robotic gun twirling. This is like the military version of Swan Lake. Because that's how she thinks about it. But okay, whatever works. Yeah, so, like, this basically inspires her to want to join the drill team for real. So she offers um, Gloria, like, some of her jewelry in exchange for teaching her how to do drill team. So then we get a training montage. Woo! Yep. And And so Gloria teaches uh, Kelly, and then as after this training montage comes to an end it is audition time yeah because i guess for the spring semester they add more people i don't i don't know yeah they said like it was expanded spring fleet or something like that i don't know i don't know how sports work i never did them (laughs) fair like listen we did we didn't do sports no no we did not yeah, but anyway, so Kelly auditions, and of course, uh, Jennifer is on the like judge news panel, but so is Brad. And when Kelly's done, Jennifer immediately like tries to tear her down. She's like, Oh, that was like cheerleader stuff, it wasn't that great. And I'm like, Jennifer, do you realize how much athleticism goes into cheerleading? Yeah, seriously, yeah, but anyway. Um, Brad goes, well, um, we will post the results tomorrow morning. So then tomorrow morning rolls around. Kelly goes down to the board to try and see it. But then before she can see it, she gets summoned to Joe's office again. She's like, oh, what did I do now? And at first, Joe tries to do that thing where he's like, well, I heard that you um, 
tried out for the drill team without my knowledge and my permission. I'm like, does she need that? She does not. No, but then he goes, but I'm here to tell you, congratulations, you made it. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm on the drill team. And she go, and he goes, you know, I'm really proud of you. And I'm like, wait, is that really what she had to do to get your approval? Yeah, Joe, come on, man. And like, even Kelly goes, um, but now that I've learned some things from you, you need to learn some things from me because you need to be ready to be a father. And she straight up goes like, you know, babies can't salute, you know, they're too small and, you know, you know, they'll need constant care and attention. She's basically telling uh, Joe, you need to embrace your emotions. Yeah. Because this whole time he's been very stiff military man. And so you can tell he's, like, kind of takes the advice a little bit, or, like, it thinks about it, but then it just kind of cuts away from the scene. Because now uh, we cut to Kelly's first official uh, drill team meet. And, like, I, I, I would explain it to you folks, but I literally have no idea what's happening. It's just they're twirling guns around. They are twirling the guns. But then, apparently, this is where we learn that um, part of the competition is that they can have two students do, like, an individual routine, and they basically do, like, more just, like, not really twirling of rifles, but, like, it's almost like just, <laughs> it's like, how would you describe it? I have, they do, like, a lot of flapping, and it's, it's like a choreogra- choreography kind of thing, but it's, it's like if you try to combine dance with military marching and stuff that's what it yeah. was it's weird but anyway so apparently they lose because they don't have enough creativity and at first jennifer's like we need to keep practicing and brad's like shut up we don't need to our routines are fine it's just they lack imagination and creativity and that's when kelly is like hey i think i have an idea because she does, like, everyone leaves except for her and Brad, and then she just starts doing this weird, like, little interpretive dance routine with the rifle, and Brad's kind of like... Wasn't this, like, when she was equipment manager? I thought this was when she was equipment manager. It might be, but, like, they could go either way, honestly, let's be real. Regardless, at some point she, like, does this thing for Brad, and anyway. No, I think it's after, because it's after, that's when Brad's starting to get the idea of that her and Jennifer should do routine together oh i thought that was like on the lawn when like well, like i think that's when he starts getting the idea and then he sees them do that oh, and that's okay. when he decides they're gonna do it okay. yeah because then we cut to the lawn and yeah. jennifer's kind of at first jennifer's just like doing a routine on her own in the middle of the lawn it's really weird but then yeah. kelly and then we get this weird like dance off yeah, it was kind of strange. I'm not going to lie. It felt a little out of place, but it's fine. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I saw this, I'm like, what if you, you and me recreate this? Oh, my God. It would be iconic. It would be cringy, but it would be iconic. Yeah, it's like, let's recreate the Cadet Kelly uh, dance-off. But, yeah, and Brad notices this, and then I believe this is when he decides, you know what? I know what we got to do. Uh, Jennifer and Kelly, you're going to be like our secret weapon you're gonna do a routine together and of course jennifer's like uh no i'm not 
but like I guess Brad has more power superiority over her, so she's just like, no, you're gonna. Yeah. So yeah. they end up having to work together, but afterwards, Jennifer's pretty ticked off, but Kelly approaches her in like the locker room or something and is like, "Girl, we got work together." And yeah. She's like, we got to work together. We got to figure it out. So, like, they, I guess, Jennifer reluctantly agrees because she wants to win more than she dislikes Kelly. Right. So, then we come back to home, and Mom is very pregnant now. Very, very pregnant. So, once again, I have to be like, how many months have passed? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, um, but also, the time in this movie is weird. Like, how the time yeah. passes is confusing a little bit, but it's fine. But then, guess who's here to visit? It's Dad! So, he's there, and he's like, oh, and I can support you, Kelly, at your drill team thing. Which yeah, because he's taking, um... Yeah, because he took a job, like, not too far away to take some photos, so his plan is that he's going to take photos early in the morning and then be at the school for her routine. Yeah. So, she's super excited that her dad's going to be there to support her, and of course Joe's kind of awkward as ever. Because he's still not quite used to, like, being able to joke around and stuff, like these three are. But anyway, they cut to the meat because we are now basically at the climax. We're at the big meet. And everyone is getting off the... Wait, why are they getting off a bus? I thought they were at... I thought they were hosting it. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe they're not. But anyway, and guess who's here? It's Amanda! And uh, Kelly's like, this is my best, most truest friend, or something along those lines. And Carla hears that, and she ain't happy. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. And actually, Joe notices this reaction out of Carla, which does come back eventually. But anyway, like, Kelly's so happy to see Amanda. It's so exciting. So then they start the meet, and I guess the first thing they do is a bunch of generals just yell questions in their faces. Yes. And it's like, okay. And everyone does good on that. But then Kelly notices Dad's not here. And then her cell phone goes off, and everyone immediately goes, Kelly, what the heck? Yeah, it doesn't go off in competition. It goes off in a break, but they're like, if that went off in competition, we'd be, it would not be good for us. Yeah, but like eventually Kelly picks up and it's her dad because like apparently her dad's the only one who calls her on her cell phone because I mean it's 2002. Let's be real. Yeah. And apparently he didn't actually say anything on the line. He just it hung up and like cut off. So that's when Kelly realizes, oh no, he's in danger, but she doesn't say anything. Yeah. So then it's like about time for the second round, but that's when Joe notices that something's Kel- Kelly's bothered by something. Yeah. And she goes, I think my dad's in trouble because he tried calling me and he didn't actually say anything and the line went dead. And Joe actually puts Kelly before his career because he goes, okay, we're going to go to where he is. We're going to go see what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so then suddenly the movie takes a 
like a detour from the drill team because now Kelly and Joe are going to like the mountain area where her dad was taking photos. And we see that he's like passed out on like a cliff. Yeah. Now, how did that happen? We don't know. And of course he, of course he, he, he is passed out on this cliff that like, is like, you know, just big enough for him. It's, you know, he, you know, in all likelihood in real life, he probably would have ended up dead from falling off of the like higher cliff above it. But you know, it's a decom, so it works. Yeah. But still, um, so they find him and Kelly's like, um, we need to get down to him. We need to see if he's okay. So she gets Joe to agree to let her relay down because remember she mastered the obstacle course so she can do this now. Yeah, so she repels down, and her dad's good, just passed out for some reason. Well, I think, like, I think, like, maybe his arm is broken or something, I'm yeah. not sure, but yeah, still. Like, I think he, like, fell and then passed out from pain, is what it kind of, yeah, like, but anyway. Yeah, but um, Joe called for, you know, medical services, so they show up, they get him off the cliff they take him to the hospital but before they do kelly's like i get it now i have two dads wow kelly yeah because like she finally accepts well like she never was against joe but like she finally accepts that you know he is her dad i guess yeah which just means i get to make the joke that kelly has two dads <laughs> yes which we love no it's great because like I mean, it's a really good way to show how, like, a non-traditional family. Yes, absolutely. So, Dad gets taken to the hospital, and then Kelly and Joe go back to the competition. Um, basically, their school went ahead and did the second round without her, but she comes back. And Jennifer is so mad, because I guess Joe never told anyone what was happening. Yeah, Joe, come on. Joe is bad with communication, like, honestly. Like, if he just said, we need to go because of the emergency, I'm sure they would have understood, but whatever. Yeah. But they're back, and it's time for the most iconic part of this movie, because it's time for Kelly and Jennifer to do their floor routine. And they are a, well, they're a two-girl revolution, but they're a one-girl revolution, because the song... Yes. Yes, they bring back one-girl revolution, and I'm just like, Yes! And it is a jam. And they it's rock. A jam. Yeah, because they start off doing the normal, you know, like, like, clap, stomp thing. But then they pull out ribbons. Oh, my God. Story has officially come full circle. Seriously. And although I did know, like, okay, so are they allowed to do that in real life? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, I don't. That, can... I feel like that breaks regulation. But I mean. It works for the story, I guess. Yeah, because, like, we've come full circle because now Kelly was able to bring some of her creativity to military school, and they do their iconic One Girl Revolution, and, you know, the crowd loves it. They get a standing ovation. It's amazing. So then we get the results, and they have gotten second. Yes, which was pretty good, considering <laughs> how many times there were. But I'm also like, dang, they really pulled the camp off too on us. Yeah, they really did. 
God, I remember watching Camp Rock 2 the night it premiered, and when they announced that, I was like, oh my god, what? No. Like, we'll get more into it when we get to Camp Rock 2, but, like, the ending, like, I remember just being like, what? It can't go that way. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so they got second, but that's still the best they've ever done in, like, the history of being a school with a drill team. Yeah. So... At first, um, um, I think Gloria's like, man, we lost. But um, Brad goes, yeah, but we still scored. Um, we got, we got, we, you know, we got silver. It's the best we've ever done. And Jennifer's like, yeah. And, you know, if Kelly hadn't joined the team, we wouldn't have gotten this far. Like, it starts Aww. out like she's going to be mean again, but then she actually compliments her. Oh, so sweet. But, like, she never formally apologizes for any of the mean things she did to her. She does not. Not at all. But, like, Kelly's like, oh, Jennifer, and she hugs her, and Jennifer's like, oh, okay, I guess we're hugging now. She's like, we're gonna do so great together next year, and then Jennifer's like, there is no next year for me. My parents are being transferred overseas, so I'm leaving. Overseas for her, I guess, last year? I don't know. But she's like, but my wish for you, Kelly, is that you take my spot as, like, drill team captain or something, and that you'll have to deal with a maggot just like you. So sweet. And then, like, it ends with, like, just, like, one last send-off for all the schools, and Kelly, like, salutes, and then the camera fades to black. And then it's, like, there's a dedication at the end. Who I forget who it's for, but apparently she was, like, a producer for decoms that like had passed away recently so like that's nice oh that's nice but yes and that's cadet kelly we love cadet kelly so yeah kate what's your final thoughts and your score i love cadet kelly obviously as we all know i i love cadet kelly there are parts of this movie i'm like mm, could have been better but for the most part i think this is a very solid decom and definitely one of my favorites and I'm going to give it an 8.9. Like, I want to give it a 9, but I don't know. I feel like there's a few more movies that I'm like, they're a little more iconic, but I'm like, oh, it's so good. Like Chef's Kiss. You, Jake? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I liked it, but watching it now, it's like there's a lot of very obvious faults, mainly Kelly's parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but, like, it's still a fun movie. One Girl Revolution is iconic. We love it. It's a bop. I'm adding it to my decom playlist. <laughs> yes. I forgot that song existed until I rewatched it, but I was like, this is a jam. It's a jam. It's a great time. Um, I think I'm just... I, you know what? I think I'll be similar to you. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. That's good. Yes. So that was Cadet Kelly. Um What's next, Jake? I actually have no idea. I haven't even looked. All right, so Kate, next time we will be watching the 2002 Disney Channel original movie, True Confessions. Ooh, okay, I think I, it sounds familiar. I feel like I, like, watched parts of this at some point. Well, I will let you know right, up, right away it's got Shia LaBeouf in it. Oh, this is the one where he, like plays someone with a disability which is kind of problematic but you know yeah I All think right. it's like I think he's like I think he plays a character with autism I'm not quite sure don't quote me on that 
Yeah, so I think it's going to be a bit more of like a decom drama almost, like kind of like Color Friendship and Miracle in Lane 2 was. So, yeah, and obviously, you know, Shia LaBeouf playing someone with a mental disability is like, mm, but like, we're still going to watch it because we know it is a decom. We got to watch them all. But yeah, yeah. We'll be, it'll be very interesting to see how this performance is. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious about this one. Obviously, the 2022 social justice me is like that sounds very problematic. But also, we're yes, we're gonna watch it and see for ourselves. Yes, definitely. But all right, Kate. Now that we have reached the end of the show, where can our lovely, lovely listeners find you on social media? You can find me at kbrandom on Instagram or katebrandom on Twitter. How about you, Jake? Well, you can find me on Instagram at jakeblueart. You can find me on Twitter at jakeblue98. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at somethingnewpod. You can follow us on Twitter at tsosnpodcast. And we also have an email, if you ever want to use that, which is start of something new podcast at gmail.com um also if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating and review and if you do we'll read it live on the show and finally this podcast is distributed on anchor anchor is a podcasting app which will allow you to record and distribute podcasts like the very one you're listening to right now and if you're on Anchor, you can actually leave us a voice message. And if you do that, we'll listen to it live on the show. But other than that, I think that'll do it for us this episode. This was a really fun one to do. But yeah, we will see you guys next episode for True Confessions. See you then. Bye. Bye.